Spurs blow the chance for North London bragging rights. Lucky for United as nothing is blown at Old Trafford. Ranieri's emotional return to Stamford Bridge blows everyone away. And Liverpool blow the opportunity for Champions League football. I'm Dubs. I'm Peterson. And this is The Side Netting. Well, we're back for our final show of the season. Feels like yesterday we just came back to the our awesome recording studio, aka your <laughs> theater room, to talk about everything that happened this season. And my God, it's gone so quick. I know. My God, what are we going to do? Leicester went from zero to hero really quick, and Chelsea went from hero to zero, to zero. probably even quicker. <laughs> but um, anyway, as I alluded to in the monologue, the theme was blown away. <laughs> Um, and interesting scenes as, you know, we all sat down to watch that final round of, you know, Premier League football for one last time, uh, all the games on at the same time. And of course, drama at Old Trafford, <laughs> um, where they had to evacuate. Um, well, it started with half the stadium and then we finished with the entire game being called off, but all because of a suspicious package that was found. And I mean, luckily we could joke about it now because luckily, you know, we know what the outcome was. Yeah. Uh, which we'll go into a bit more detail later. But, you know, when they sent a suspicious package, I mean, besides a bomb, <laughs> what did you think maybe, what could a suspicious package at Old Trafford be? I think that it could have been. Could have been we don't a, know because it was a controlled explosion. It could have been a Premier League trophy because that'd be pretty suspicious <laughs> looking at, a, at Old Trafford. Let's still all of a sudden have one go missing. <laughs> uh, I think it could have been... Um, Marijuana Fellaini's wigs. Oh, you know, have you seen his twin brother? No. Yeah, he has a, a he has an identical twin brother who has the same hairstyle. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah oh, that, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google it because um, there was a game once where Fellaini was sitting on the bench and his twin brother was like sitting like in the road just behind the bench and it was really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and they often go out together too. There's always photos of the two of them out. And, yeah, just. Crazy. I have to look that up. Yeah. That's funny. I wonder if his brother just, you know, gets the afro going to think, oh, maybe it'll help me just pull chicks. Now, I mean, Fellini isn't the best looking rooster around. Do you reckon his, <laughs> his brother decided to, like, match the afro just to help him pull chicks? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, anyway, I was thinking about this question as question of the week, obviously, because I thought of the question. <laughs> um, and... I thought the suspicious package, I can't even say that was suspicious package, <laughs> would be just a random plastic bag full of like random clippings of Ryan Giggs chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> probably, it probably grows like, it's like um, Evan Almighty where he shaves and then it like <laughs> it instantly grows, grows back. back. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that, but uh, let's get to the, you know, the big stuff now. Um, the Europa League final was on yesterday morning, Australian time. Yes. And um, Liverpool, unfortunately, well, we're not Liverpool fans, so we don't really care. But no. <laughs> um, for all Liverpool fans, unfortunately for them, they lost 3-1 to Sevilla, which seemed to have big implications as far as their planning for next season goes now because Europa League winner gets Champions League football. That could be good or bad because you look at Leicester. Yeah. New manager. Yeah. They have no. Well, they got knocked out of everything. Yeah. One competition to concentrate on. I said a few weeks ago that I think Liverpool next season are going to be the ones to watch. Yeah. And this kind of just makes it worse <laughs> for other teams because now they've got. I guess. Are they in Europa again? Uh, no, they're not. No European yeah. football for them next season. So what's that? That's one competition then. Uh, y- oh, yeah, or Premier League game. and the two domestic cups. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, it, I mean, it also means that they lose out on, like, $30 million in money from Champions League not being in the Champions League and, you know, that extra carrot to yeah. sort of get big-name players. So mm. could have some ramifications there because i mean this is two seasons in a row now where they haven't qualified for champions league football so i'm sure um their owners at fenway sports group or whatever they're called like probably you know didn't budget for two seasons back to back without champions league football yeah um a bit dangerous maybe 
Depends on who they're gonna buy. Yeah. Um. I I know there's a, I don't know who they are, but I know there's a couple of people there, almost complete with. Yeah. Um, Alberto Moreno for a start. Yeah. <laughs> who had probably one of the worst games <laughs> I've ever seen. Um. I reckon because I watched this match while I was at work, and yep. um. Uh, I think that is it. Is that how you say it? Severe. 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 They were a bit girlish when it came to fouls and yeah but you know a lot of spanish sides tend to do that they like to <laughs> like to play like girls <laughs> <laughs> make the most of any fouls yeah yeah um but i think there were times that liverpool got shafted a little bit oh that first half yeah. well uh, i mean liverpool fans seem to think that they had three legitimate penalty claims i think maybe it's one yeah maybe two at, le- best. Yeah, at least i mean the, the main one was when the player almost had his hand down on the ground he was like he was you know sort of tracking back as i think it was Sturridge running towards him and yeah as Sturridge went to play a through ball the player had his hand almost touching the grass to stop the ball yeah i mean that's pretty your hand should not be be there yeah <laughs> it's that's, just not natural at all that's the way you see most defenders um, Smalling does it. Uh, Ivanovic does it. Ivanovic. Put their hands yeah, behind. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So you can't... Like, I get sort of keeping your hands out, like, for balance. But, yeah, his hand was... Virt- his hand was on the ground. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, Sturridge with a fantastic opener in that final. Yeah, outside Just, boot. Yeah. Curled it around. Who needs a right foot when you can hit it with your left? So... <laughs> um, yeah, just... Liverpool just had so much momentum in that first half. Oh, yeah. And then I don't know what the severe coach said at halftime, but it obviously worked because, uh, yeah, they just came out right from kickoff and, and equalised. And, yep. Um, from, an, you know, a lot of people say an Alberto Moreno mistake. Like, he, he wins the header. He clears the ball out of the area. That's all he can do at the time. Yeah. And unfortunately for him, there's no Liverpool player there to sort of get the second effort. And so the ball just comes straight back. And this is where Moreno makes his biggest mistake. He just lets... He lets the player just run straight past him yeah. onto the byline just to cross it in for the tap-in. So, uh, Stupid mistakes. <laughs> yeah, mistakes. Um, so, yeah, you know, Alberto Moreno, yeah, absolute horror. Um, Jamie Carragher came out um, on Twitter almost as soon as the game finished, got stuck into him. Oh, really? <laughs> um, deleted the tweets. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. It's like, what's the point? Everyone's seen it already <laughs> and retweeted it. But, um, I'm pretty sure um, Henderson got yellow carded and he wasn't even on the pitch. Oh, from the bench? He was, yeah, he was warming up. Oh, and, really? Um, oh, probably for protesting or yeah. something. Yeah. And so I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, and, and, you know, and everyone sort of, uh, resonates Klopp with you know winning and stuff, but this was his fifth cup final loss. In um, how long do you know? Uh, well, he's well, he's had two this season with Liverpool because they lost the Capital One Cup to Man City, yeah, and now they lost this. Um, he lost a German Cup, he lost two German Cup finals with Dortmund, and of course, the Champions League final. With Dortmund when they lost to Bayern Munich okay. a few years ago, so that, they're the last five cup finals he's made, and unfortunately for him, um, they haven't won. But you mm. could also argue that he's got sort of a average team into a cup final. Yeah, all those times they just can't seem to take that extra step. Because Sturridge wouldn't have been a part of the Capital One campaign, would he? Probably not, because he was probably injured yeah. from memory. Because he was injured for quite oh, a long time. Yeah, quite a long time. But um. Yeah, going to be very interesting to see where Liverpool goes from here. And, you know, Klopp's had quite a lot of time with this team now to have a look um, how all the pieces fit. And oh, he's obviously got a lot of plans Yeah, for, for the summer. So, um, yeah, probably going to see a lot of player movement, I think, at Liverpool. Um, anyway, getting on to the main topic of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, the bomb scare at Man United. How... How bizarre was this? I know. Like, do you know what it was? Uh, it was a, it was a training device. Yes. Which the training obviously didn't go very well. No. if they didn't find the bomb. So, because it's the training device is for sniffer dogs. Yes. So sniffer dogs are supposed to sniff that out. Yeah. And obviously, the dog hasn't sniffed it out. But yeah. Whoever's marking off the yeah. bombs when they collect them, uh, didn't. Collect it, but marked it off. Yeah, you know, apparently this training exercise... You know, a lot of, um, like, big stadiums around the, 
the world they do this quite regularly obviously for safety training and stuff and um, yeah so there was two firms involved with this like you said there was the company with the sniffer dogs yeah and then there was sort of the the bomb experts company and the guy came out and said that he had another device in his bag that was very similar <laughs> and so he made he made the mistake of thinking that they had accounted for everything yeah um clearly not what do you reckon his thought was he was probably sitting at the pub you know sunday <laughs> chilling with his mates and then he sees you know oh you know Bomb suspicious scared. package yeah. and he's going and he's doing like a rough count in his head going yeah I, I think i've got like seven or eight of them like <laughs> how many was it and just this cold sweat of and like then, oh no i've stuffed up really big here <laughs> i wonder what he had in his bag yeah <laughs> i wonder if it was a real bomb <laughs> obviously the these training devices have elements of like real bonds so that the sniffer dollars can actually yeah. trace it but um yeah a bit of a worry <laughs> yeah because it's 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 a i'm pretty sure it's a dummy mobile yeah. phone with yeah. some tube type Can you imagine thing? like you know because this sort of all came out like about 15 minutes before kickoff yeah imagine you just gone to the because apparently it was just in a backpack hanging on the back of a door yeah um, imagine you you know you're taking a whiz at old traffic you're there for the football you turn around you're like that's strange there's a backpack here i'll have a look and you see it imagine the like that i mean you're in the right place to shit yourself yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah geez bloody scary i mean like we can laugh about it yeah uh but gee whiz well because before it was revealed as as a training device as a training device yeah. they controlled exploded the package yeah yeah what if that was a real bomb and they exploded a bomb yeah exactly they, they don't know how much it's going to blow up yeah <laughs> uh, oh, it's, oh. it seems strange that the, the the decision is to blow up the explosive device <laughs> yeah i th you know it might be because they don't want to transport it just in case maybe mm. Something happens to it. Do you know what I shifts? imagined? What did you imagine, John Lennon? No, do you know? <laughs> do you know the movie Monsters Inc? Yes. Um, oh, where they put the thing on yeah, the ground. Yeah, the twenty three nineteen, and they drill it around and blow it up. <laughs> that's what I imagined it to be. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought of when I first heard that. Um, but you know, credit to um, all the staff at United. I mean, to evacuate a stadium and you know then call off again. Well, they, um, went, they left the crowd in there for like 45 minutes. Yeah, they sort of just evacuated that that one stand. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, made the decision to just call off the game. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, luckily the game really didn't have that much impact on the top four yeah. states because it was it was a fairly simple thing for Man City. They just had to win their game, which, which they did, and, yeah. and getting top four. But, I mean, could you even imagine if this was a title decider? Mm-hmm. Jeez, uh, that have put anyone off their game. Yeah, it, even, even though it was postponed. Yeah. Um, still. Now, um, in in the end of the day, the the game got replayed and United won. Yes. Um, which is a good way to finish off the season. But as every big club does with their last home game of the season, usually the the manager addresses the crowd and um, LVG took took to the mic he did to, to talk to the crowd uh amongst the chorus of very loud booze <laughs> he didn't look too happy yeah i felt that was quite rude of even yeah. though i think he should go i think that was quite rude of the united fans yeah or the um, ones that were there because <laughs> you heard the booing but i'm pretty sure they were also chanting you're gonna get the sack tomorrow or something uh, like that yeah while he was saying thanks to the fans for yeah. supporting the team. And almost trying to like rally them because, you know, United's got a cup final this weekend. So yeah. that's nothing to, to, to sneeze at really because uh, a chance to finish, you know, a fairly disappointing season, at least on a high with yeah. some silverware. And I was surprised. I read today that this could be Rooney's first FA Cup victory. Really? He's played in two losing FA Cups. And you think about how long Rooney's been in... The Premier League for it's quite bizarre. He's never won yeah. an FA Cup when you know players like Ashley Cole. I think Ashley Cole won seven FA Cups. Oh, really? <laughs> in his time between Arsenal and yeah. Chelsea, but yeah, United sort of don't seem to make. I, I think the last time they made an FA Cup final was probably when they lost to Chelsea. In, I think it was like two thousand and seven or something. Jeez. So that's a long time for United not to to make it to that that last game. And he's unlucky. Rooney is playing good at the moment. Yes. But um, win, lose, um, United will still be in the Europa League next season yep. because they clinched fifth spot. 
um, along with Southampton, who are going to be in the Europa League too. So okay, they're pretty happy about that. Is that more money for them? <laughs> well, yeah, it is more money for them, and it's a good chance for you know their fairly young squad to to get some European football. Um, yeah. They've sort of been the underachievers this season, Southampton. Everyone's been talking about Leicester and you know and West Ham as well. Yeah. When at the end of the day, Southampton actually did better than West Ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's going to probably result in Southampton starting their season a lot earlier. Yeah. Probably around July, or probably be like very early August, late July. Um, but yeah, they've come out, said all the right things. They want European football and... Yeah, good on him for, for getting it, I suppose. Good reward for quite a good season. Yeah. Um, I think that we will win this FA Cup yeah. against Crystal Palace. Yeah. Although they did got, get... Get. They Je did do quite well to, to make it to the final. So, But it's always a bogey not being Premier League, so yeah. anyone could really win. Pardew in an FA Cup final. You just, <laughs> I reckon he's got his, his suit... Like, oh, his yeah. suit's just hanging on the door already, it's just ready curse. to go. He's already planned the post-match party. Probably. <laughs> He's probably going to wear a sparkly vest underneath <laughs> his jacket, just in case. You know, going to, usually, he's probably already um, psyched to, to welcome. Usually it's um, Prince William that yeah. they introduce, you know, the manager usually has the captain and introduces Prince William to all the players, so yeah. he's probably really pumped to, you know, chat to, to, to Will. And some other good news to come out of United, yeah. although not confirmed, is Marcus Rashford is tentatively in the yes. England squad. He's made Roy's 26-man squad, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, it is. Um, no Welbeck for the Euros because of his his injury picked up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know, you just sort of look at the forwards that they could have taken, and, and why not take a young player? You know, he, he probably won't play or if he does it might only be a couple of minutes yeah if if he I, ends I, up making the 23 man squad yeah. because three he'd, have to go he'd have to get past Vardy and Harry Kane yeah well, to even get on the pitch yeah Roy's well Roy's definitely playing Rooney whether he plays him up front or in that number 10 role in Roy likes yeah. to play diamond um, so, and Harry Kane and Vardy and, yeah. and Daniel Sturridge. There's a, there's a certain security that comes with the captaincy. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how well or bad you play. Roy loves Roy loves Rooney. And, um, but yeah, I, I think it's, you know, why not take someone who's, you know, the future? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, great stepping stone for him. Um, yeah. And, you know, having a player like him there rather than an experienced older player is Rashford won't probably kick up a stink if he doesn't get any game time at all. Yeah. He'll probably just be absolutely over the moon to be part of it. Training with like the England team, you know, for a good solid probably six weeks or so. Yep. Um, so he's going to learn so much about rather than like an older player who, you know, maybe drop their shoulders or sulk because they're not actually getting any game time and yeah. uh, maybe has a lot of distractions. So I, I think a, probably makes sense to keep him in the squad and he's, he has an x factor yeah, yeah. Is it, well anyone that can score a winning goal against man city yeah. the derby's got something good going for them and we remember back in 2004 when england took a very pimply faced <laughs> certain scouser wayne rooney to the euros that seemed to work out pretty good too yeah so true why not is there any friendlies at all uh, for the euros yes there are um next week next saturday night England play Australia. Oh, really? At the Stadium of Lights up north okay. in Sunderland. So, yeah, Australia's sort of selected a very young, fringe European type of squad for that game. Yeah. So, Yedinak, is he? Um, I think Yedinak will be in this idea because he's, he's, Ange has pretty much just picked the players based in Europe yeah. for this game because they're all still there. Yeah. Um, so it'll, it'll be a really good training exercise probably for, for England and yeah. probably see Roy use, you know, all 26 players in that game. Yeah. Cause I think then that's the last opportunity for him to look at all 26 players yeah. and then he cuts three of them. Okay. Cause you can only take 23 yeah. to the international tournaments. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, interesting. Um, Andros Townsend made the England squad. Really? From Newcastle, who, you know, just got relegated. So <laughs> how it's that's a strange one for me. Yeah. Like he has been good at Newcastle, but I mean, you and I could play in the Newcastle midfield <laughs> and look pretty good too, I reckon. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, re- yeah, Newcastle relegated. Um, basically, after our last episode, the next morning, Sunderland played Everton, smashed them 3-0, stayed up, which meant that Newcastle and Norwich both went down. So, um, disastrous for well, disastrous for the, all the clubs going down, but especially for Newcastle and, and their owner, Mike Ashley. Yeah. He basically uses the team to, you know, to fund his holidays. <laughs> so he's, I mean, and he's making all the right noises saying that um, he's going to spend money, make sure that Newcastle gets straight back up because they can't afford to be out of the Premier League. Yeah. Um, and rumours are that it looks like Rafa's actually going to stay at Newcastle. Okay. And have that team in the championship. Would apparently that be he's his very decision? close. Yeah, apparently it is going to be his decision. So that's, I mean, whether there'd be certain terms with that. Obviously, if he says yes first, then maybe he can try and talk, you know, some of those experienced players yeah. that might be thinking about moving to a Premier League club to say, yeah, look, to stay. just stay for this one season. Yeah. Um, you know, win the league like they did last time. They won the, the championship quite easily and came back up. But, I mean, when they did that, they had a very experienced side. Yeah. So, hmm, interesting. Rafa starts the season at Real Madrid, <laughs> finishing in the championship with Newcastle. I want to, because uh, I watched um, Brighton Hove Albion. Yep. The Wednesday? Yes, Sheffield yep. Wednesday. That was a really, really good match. Ah, yeah, in the uh, semi final. Yeah, the, the playoffs. And, um, James Wilson was playing for Brighton Hove. Brighton Hove. Brighton Hove. Or Brighton and Hove Albion. And Hove. Um, so it was good to see him play. Uh, I'd like to watch the championship. Yeah. It looks like a good competition. Oh, it's not too bad. Yeah. it's um, There's a lot of games and they play games Friday nights too. So, um, I mean, here in Australia, that means Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and although the, the Premier League's not on Foxtel or delayed... It, it's doubt, doubtful they're going to play the um, championship games on there. Well, I mean, Bain Sports has the championship. So, oh, do they? Yeah, so oh, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to watch Newcastle next season. I like. In the championship. But um, bizarrely, they even though they were relegated, um, we saw them smash Tottenham 5-1 on the final day. Oh, really? Which was extremely bizarre. And how's this for an even more bizarre stat? Newcastle are the only team to beat Spurs twice this season. And yet they still get relegated. And yet they still get relegated. <laughs> so that's, you know, talk about a weird season. That just sort of pitifies it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so weird. Um, but yeah, to, while we're on that sort of that relegation thing where Sunderland beat um, Everton last week, it also meant that Martinez lost his job. And we, we sat here last week saying, surely Martinez gets the tap on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, he didn't even get the last game. No. <laughs> Uh, basically, after that three 0 demolishing at home against Sunderland, um, yeah, he was he was out the door. And I tell you what, that Everton performance was nothing but pathetic. Um, they let Sunderland just have shot after shot. They weren't closing down players. You know, yeah. players like Funes Mori and John Stones trying to play the ball out of defence and sort of just losing it on the halfway line, and then having to you know chase shadows back and. Yeah, Everton didn't seem like they gave up before Martinez did. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, Tim Howard, their, their, their American keeper who, you know, retired with Everton, he's moving back to the um, American Soccer League, Yep. Um, basically now, he came out and said, you know, the players were behind Martinez, they weren't, you know, trying to get him fired or anything, but, yeah. you know, you just watch some of those Everton performances and they were so bad at home this season. It makes me wonder why. Yeah, just... Like, Obviously, it's Mart- I mean, Martinez was like the ultimate spin man. Like they would have a pathetic game, and he would come out and and say, "Oh, they did really well." And <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, no, they did it. Like you're watching the same game that we are. Yeah, they're clearly not not that good. And I think in the end, Martinez almost got found out. Yeah, um, he just, yeah, just maybe he's not Premier League quality. Like he's a good attacking coach, but yeah. you need to have defensive you know stuff too a couple of games here and there that are bad you know you could put it down to just a bad couple of games yeah they've been bad for a while they have been yeah really i mean in a season where leicester won the league and 
so many clubs performed really big clubs performed poorly this was probably the best chance Everton would have had to yeah. to, to get a top four spot for once yeah and yeah just you know they ended up finishing close to relegation <laughs> yeah which you know says it all and so yeah he he lost his job and the rumors are that um former Ajax manager Frank De Boer uh, might be getting the job um apparently he's already come out and saying that the job is very appealing to him and <laughs> making all the right sounds and yeah um his brother's he's um number two so okay you know, maybe the two of them come over and yeah shuffle some some things around but maybe they might not have Lukaku because yes. by all reports Lukaku is gone yeah um rumors are that you know Chelsea are after him United are after him PSG apparently willing to to spend whatever it takes yeah to get him and we've seen Everton in the past hold out for what they want so there's what annoys me about the rumors for United is that still the rumors are for Ibrahimovic <laughs> to come down why not well he why would he come do you reckon he would come to a club that's not playing Champions League football next year this is a tough thing. Because he, apparently he says that he's chosen where he wants to go. Yeah. He just hasn't announced it yet. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be a Premier League team, but it's it's going to be a Champions League playing team. Well, I mean, he finished his PSG career on the weekend. Um, in his words, he um, arrived a king and left a legend. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said. And, yeah. and how's this just for ultimate Zlatan swag? Um, he broke the all-time French goal-scoring record for a season. Um, in the, I think it was like the 89th minute. Yeah, I think he scored two goals in that in that game. And his second goal in the 89th minute brought, set an all-new season record for goal-scoring. And um, just walked off the pitch. And his two kids were there on the side of the pitch and they ran onto the pitch with him and he just sort of just kicked a little ball with him and then just walked off. Didn't get subbed, just left. Really? Just walked off the ground like an absolute king. <laughs> That's boss material. Man, that is, <laughs> that is so swag. <laughs> That's just so cool. Uh, just the type of players like that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just yeah, had his kids, walked off the field to yeah. around, you know, standing ovation. While the whole crowd was chanting Zlatan, and that makes me think, though, that he knows his the highlight of his career is, in a sense, over. That yep. he's not going to get anything greater than what he's got now, but he's ready to move on to something to ease out his career. Yeah, I mean, does that make sense? I'm trying to think how old he is. Like thirty four, thirty five. Yeah, um, the only trophy that has eluded him his whole career is that that Champions League trophy. Yeah. And he, he's spoken so many times about how he's wanted to win that so bad. Yeah. Um, and he's played at, you know, every big league, every big club. He's He basically wins a league title every season. He's That, that almost confirms that he's not going to go to a club at the moment that don't have Champions League football. Yeah, that, that's, that's what gets me thinking too, that, you know, he's probably only got one... Like final chance yeah. to to do that, but um, do you reckon that could be with City? Well, no, definitely not. No? Not with Pep Guardiola going there because okay. um, it's well known that that Zlatan and Pep absolutely hate each other. Oh, really? That's the reason why um, Zlatan left Barca after only one season because they really? had a massive falling out. Okay, um, like huge, huge fights. Yeah. <laughs> so who's that left then? That's Arsenal, Tottenham, and Leicester. Yeah, if if he goes to the Premier League, but if yeah, um, yeah. I hope he does. It'd be good to watch oh, him because I, I don't love watch to the see other, the other leagues. Well, he's an absolute freak. It would be be amazing to I see him in the league. Him. But anyway, getting a bit sidetracked. While we're on that whole management thing, back with Martinez, um, Watford decided to um, let go of Kike Sanchez Flores, which was became as a real surprise, didn't it? Yeah, that does. Yeah. They, did they say we're now revoking your medical license? <laughs> <laughs> he can concentrate on, on his acting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, we saw Watford's form drop off quite a bit in this sort of this last third of the season. But then again, for a promoted team to come yeah. up, have the season they did, they made an FA Cup semi final. They they virtually, you know, were relegation free all season. Yeah. Um, they sort of coasted it in their first season, but. That just tells me they're looking at Leicester going, they yeah. had a new manager 
and won the league. Yeah. What, what can we do if we get a new manager? Yeah, and um, I mean, Gino Pozzo, the, who's you know one of the uh, members of the family that own Watford, um, they're used to quite they're used to like having an itchy trigger finger. And when Watford got promoted last season, they ended up sacking the manager that won in promotion. Really? <laughs> yeah, in the playoffs. Jesus. Which I, at the time I thought was quite strange, and and hired um, Sanchez Flores. So obviously he t- he knew the type of people they yeah. had, and you know maybe at the time they saw you know because Watford ended up bringing in sixteen players for this season. So yeah. Sanchez Flores had his work cut out. He had to mould almost a new team together of sort of off cuts and loan players from different different sides, and that's almost as strange as when they sacked um, Mancini from Manchester City. Yeah, like they win Champions League, and then like next season he's sacked. Oh, you mean like make uh, win the Premiership? Well, that. Didn't he win Champions League with them? With Man City, no, no. Huh. No. There you go. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, maybe you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, even Troy Deeney, um, he described it as, you know, crazy that they got rid of the manager and, you know, a lot of the players were quite annoyed about the decision. Yeah. But, you know, maybe um, maybe the owners sort of thought, oh, well, Sanchez Flores did a great job of getting the club from, you know, A to B. Now we need yeah. a different type of manager to sort of take us the next step. Yeah, unless unless the owner's plan was to just... They've got a manager to get them up to the Premier League, another manager to keep them there, another manager to yeah push them up a bit more. So yeah, it could maybe be. Maybe it's part be. of their plan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, sort of just rounding off this, this look at um, the last round... Um, Leicester went to Chelsea. The former champions hosting the current champions. <laughs> um, Ranieri making his, you know, his return to Stamford Bridge for the first time. And he got an absolutely amazing reception from everyone at Chelsea. Yeah. Which just showed, like, sort of that camaraderie <laughs> with Chelsea fans that they still have for their, their former manager. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. Like, you know, Ranieri almost had tears in his eyes and the Chelsea fans were all chanting his name. So I thought that was... That was good work from the Chelsea fans. Well, I think they know credit where credit's due. Yeah. I think they were also just happy it wasn't Tottenham. (laughs) (laughs) True, yeah. (laughs) Um, But a a great way for that game to finish. Um, Danny Drinkwater scoring the equaliser towards the end of the game. Yeah. With an absolute, you know, it was a goal of the year contender right at the end. So (laughs) what a way to cap off an amazing season like that with with a goal. And also an England call-up. So, How far out was that? Oh. That was quite a bit. 30 yards yeah. at least. Yeah, amazing goal. Um, but we saw in this game, as a lot of clubs do sometimes in their last game of the season, they play in their new kit for next season. And Chelsea, Chelsea had their new Adidas kit, but it's actually going to be the last Adidas kit that Chelsea playing because they signed an agreement with Nike oh. this week to terminate their Adidas contract early. Yep. So they're, they're cancelling their Adidas contract early by three years, I think, which is going to cost them $40 yeah. million to get out of. But their new Nike deal is worth $60 million a year. Pounds. Okay. So they're almost, like, they're going more than double what yeah. their current Adidas deal is with Nike. Yeah. So, so it's a no-brainer, really. So, yeah, no-brainer. And it, it brings them closer to, I mean, Man United make the most out of I think any club in the world with their their Adidas deal they get well it's close to 100 million a season just from their kits so Adidas would have had to outbid Nike yeah that's to... probably how they got Man United they put in an offer and said look you're getting X amount from Nike we'll give you this much yeah uh, you know that global appeal of of Adidas you know like Man United sell shirts all over the world yeah um, but Interesting, this decision sort of came a few days after um, sort of the, the figures came out of who sells the most kits, and Chelsea actually sold more kits oh, this really? season than any other club. <laughs> so it sort of came at a good time for you know Chelsea and, and Nike. And also, now that Chelsea don't have Champions League football next season, they need, need more yeah, money. Definitely. So you know, they're sort of making up for that a, a little bit. Chelsea's selling more kits... This year than anyone else. Yeah. When there were one of the worst teams this yeah. year is counterintuitive. Yeah, exactly. Because you think they wouldn't sell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd usually buy a kit every season. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I just 
I didn't want to buy one after this, <laughs> this horrible. Plus, I didn't really like it. It had a bit of red trimming on the arms yeah. and the neck. I hate red on the Chelsea kids. I just refuse <laughs> to have it. Uh, and yeah, you don't want that reminder of a horrible season yeah. <laughs> staring at you in the face. So, um, so because Chelsea just revealed their new kit on yeah, the they side, did. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Only yeah, and and they wore it on the, on the weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, next season there will be their last year with Adidas, and then they'll move in with into the Nike family. So yep. um, probably makes sense because Adidas have sort of been buying a few clubs here and there and building up their port, club portfolio. Yeah. So um, good way for Nike to sort of make a big impact after losing United last season. Yep. Um, and yeah, take it from there. But So the Adidas deal for... Oh, oh, the, I'll start again. The Nike deal for Chelsea wasn't the only deal... Chelsea made. Ah, oh, Segway. <laughs> yes, JT has signed a new one-year extension um, after he made an emotional play after that that Chelsea Leicester game. Because uh, usually the manager speaks to the crowd, which Gus Hitting did, but then JT took the microphone and yep. the Chelsea crowd was chanting JT's name. They were singing "Sign Him Up," and JT had tears running down his face. <laughs> and he said, "You know, he's proper Chelsea's." Can't yeah. imagine. So he made like this emotional play, and then the next day Chelsea basically gave him a new deal. Yeah. Uh, there was a bit of a stumbling block though because JT, yeah, he confirmed that he had received a new deal, but it wasn't what he was after, and apparently it comes with a hundred thousand pound a week pay deduction. <laughs> okay. So JT's gone from being probably the highest paid player at the club to, you know, he's. I mean, he's still be getting paid probably £50,000 a oh, week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's losing £100,000 a week. And I'm sure in that contract it also talks about playing time. Yeah. Um, but it would have looked a bit weird if, you know, JT almost, you know, daring the club to, you know, give him a new deal. Then they give him a deal and then he turns around and says, oh, no, nah, I'm going to go yeah. <laughs> somewhere else. Like, it yeah. sort of would have looked a bit bit odd for him like he, it sounds like he painted himself in the corner a little bit a little bit yeah yeah that's that's perfect analogy for it that's yeah. almost exactly what he did so um i suppose it's good though because he's obviously talked to the new manager and the manager has said look i have a role for you next season and yeah having him in the dressing room as well um yeah. and, you know he's chelsea's longest serving captain and you know he's played 700 odd games so yeah. yeah why not like Go out with, you know, be a one club player. Don't. At least now, if he doesn't, if he doesn't renew a contract next year, he knows it's coming. Yeah, exactly. At least now he knows. Okay, well, this will probably be my my last year yeah. now. That's there it is, and then the club can manage it properly. Yeah. So you don't get this situation we had this year where we get to January and the club came out and said, "Oh, we're not going to be giving John a new contract." And yeah. Because he would have expected it. He probably, I mean, being John Terry, probably yeah, would have <laughs> yeah. would have expected a new contract. So yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, to 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 finish this off, um, did you see the scenes of Leicester's title parade? They finally had their title parade. They had the I open didn't. top bus um, in Leicester, and there was apparently over two hundred thousand fans at a festival. Really, it looked like a music festival. They had a massive stage set up in a park. Fans everywhere, blue as far as you can see. Um, and then the band Kasabian, who were massive yeah. um, Leicester fans, came out played a, a special show. Yeah, they played Fire. They probably did play Fire. <laughs> <laughs> to make them play like Warriors, yeah. <laughs> as Ranieri said. So um, They were a huge part of their win. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, so, yeah, great way. And, yeah, now Leicester are in Thailand at the moment because, you know, their owners are Thai. So, yeah flown the whole team over for the same thing an open bus um yep bus top parade and where they're gonna have the tire version of uh, fire yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome but um so yeah what, what a remarkable season but no podcast this is our final podcast of the it season. is no podcast is complete without a cleverly award even though this is our last podcast of the season try those tuesdays settle down <laughs> what are you talking uh, no podcast is complete without our Cleverly Award, our homage to the world's greatest player, Tom Cleverly. <laughs> Anything weird or obscure that we see this week, we salute the great man and we give the award in his name. <laughs> so, Dave, did oh. you see anything? Uh, I would have to just nominate whoever left that bomb 
Oh, in the United uh, bathroom. Is it a bathroom? I think it's a bathroom. Yeah, uh, apparently his name is Christopher Reed. Uh, uh, he came not out. Not Reeve. Of, not Reeve. No, because <laughs> uh, that'd be stupid for Superman to leave a bomb in there. <laughs> uh, he came out and basically said it was his fault. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, he miscalculated how many Did of he the get devices the sack? he had. Surely that's a sackable offence. It's probably always worth a strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, the owners of the club just came out and went yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. So that's a fairly, I think. Yeah, a fair award nomination there, but um, for me, getting back to that Chelsea Leicester game at the end of the game, um, the Chelsea players had their kids and families out on the pitch, and Hazard was seen like mucking around with his little boy. He's probably only like two or three years old, so Hazard was dribbling the ball around his little kid, sort of playing keepies off, and he was <gasps> keeping the ball off his kid, and you know his kid's trying to get the ball, and Hazard's just you know flicking the ball around <laughs> so the kid can't get it. Yeah. Hazard lets his kid get the ball, and as his son rolls, runs away with the ball, Hazard sticks his foot out and trips his oh. kid from behind. <laughs> really? So the kid face plants into the turf. Oh. So oh, kid. I think Ed and Hazard, a cleverly award nominee, oh. is fitting for tripping up your own kid. That uh, deserves the at win. At the park, yeah. I think that's, you know, we saw Hazard get his, his swagger back at the end of the season, yeah. and I just think that competitive juice was still flowing, even with his <laughs> three-year-old kid. Because <laughs> I did I did see a video of um, the Chelsea ground. I, don't, yep. I can't remember when it was, but it was a little kid, probably about three, if not a little bit younger, and um, he just he was kicking the, kicking the ball around, and then uh, it must have been pre-game, and... He just started kicking it towards the goal. Oh, yes. And the crowd were, like, yeah, getting it, behind him. It and... was um, former goalkeeper, or our sort of second, third-choice goalkeeper, Ross Turnbull. It was it was his son or daughter. I can't remember. It was his yeah, kid, though. Yeah. And it was in the same situation. It was that last game of the season yep. when all the players were on the pitch. I thought that was a great video. Uh, yeah, like the little kid, like, kicking the ball towards the goal. And then all the Chelsea fans were all, like, <laughs> cheering on the goal. Yeah. Uh, and then and then he like just put his arms up yeah, and went, yeah. Yeah, and all the Chelsea fans went berserk. Yeah, as well. that was so good. <laughs> oh, that, that's a great great nomination. <laughs> uh, uh retrospective award nominee there for <laughs> Ross Turnbull's kid. But um moving on to our fantasy football segment. Like the football season, fantasy has been run and won yep. for another year. Yes. I am your champion. Hats off, because you came back from... I came back from the dead. Was I above you at any stage? Yes, you were. I was down in the doldrums for yep. probably a good, maybe half of the season, I reckon. Yeah. Then um, you made your wild card transfers. Yeah. You yeah. came back. I came back. Big time. So that's back to back to back to back, I think, for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost track. I've lost track. Now, congratulations goes to the overall winner of the fantasy football competition this season. His name was Dimitri Nikolaou, and he finished with 2,458 points, which is bloody good. Which, you, you were above the 2,000, though. I did crack the 2,000. I think this guy probably finished with 400 points. Yeah. <laughs> More but than out, out of millions of people playing, there's not much in it. No, well, he only won it by a few points over the, the guys who the guy who came set or girl. I'm not too sure exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who over cares the, about them? <laughs> yeah, but you know, nervous for him though. He had to wait for that Manchester United game because apparently he had Marcus Rashford in his side. Oh, really? Of course yeah. he did. <laughs> so he, Rashford's goal probably helped him seal the title. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, oh, geez, I'd love to love to win. Even just have like the high score of a round. That's my dream. Yeah. Just to to do that. But good so, on him. So far, we know he's got recognition. Yep. Do we know if he won anything? I think he wins like an like a trip to the UK next season and gets to go to a few games. So, ah, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, not not a bad thing. But um, anyway, the the season is like I said, run and one. Yep. What have you learned from fantasy football this season? Because I feel like it's been Dave's breakout year. In fantasy football. It kind of has, yeah. Um, this is the second half of this season, I think, was my best. Yes. Overall. You finished You finished strongly. Yeah. I think. I actually think because of this podcast, I've learned a lot. Here we go. So I've learned what type of players to play. Yeah. Um, 
Probably also because we look at so much at like the fixtures, like the results and what's coming up. It yeah. probably gets you thinking, oh, well, this guy's in form. And, yeah. you know, he's got an easy game coming up. So, I've, I, like, I created little rules for myself, like... Um, no touching? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of, like, make sure that if I can help it, none of my te- none of my teammates play each other. Yeah. Because... Which can be a bit hard. Like, it can be hard very sometimes. hard, yeah. Uh, so, occasionally, I would have a few players from the same team so yep. that I get their points. Um, but, again, that's all... From players from the latter half of the season, yeah. So I know who's what team's playing well and where I'm pretty much a safe bet, yeah. But I've learned so much to go into next season now and be a contender. Oh, he's he's calling it out early. Dave has (laughs) thrown his hat in the ring, he's already saying he's going to win next season, so. Bit of trash talk from Dave right now. So watch out, Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's coming for you. Um, so what were some of your your highlights or lowlights hmm. this season? Lowlights is the first half of, <laughs> of the season. season. <laughs> Especially... Using the, your triple captain. Yeah, <laughs> on Wayne Rooney, who wasn't playing very well at the time. Uh, but to my to my uh, defence, I didn't know that they were a one-and-done yeah. button. You found out the hard way. Yeah. Uh but yeah, my highlights again. Yeah, the second half of the season. Um, Any trades that sort of come to mind that you remember pulling off and just? Um, I remember all this final round. You brought in Olivier Giroud and he scored yeah, a hat-trick. Yeah, so. exactly right. Yeah, that's a a, a highlight for me. Um, Aguero saved me a couple of times. Yes. Um, Farcoon. Yeah, actually, uh, Martial's first game. Yes, I put you, him in. You had him in for his captain. first game. Yeah. yeah, so that was a good call there. Was it against and Liverpool and he scored two goals or something? I th- maybe I can't remember. Yeah. I know he scored two. Yeah, um, and I was confident enough that to put him captain. Yeah, um, and Afobe, I bought him in. Yes, and he did quite well. At the yeah, start. right at the start when he started, wasn't it? Yeah, so I put a couple. Of, I put my faith in a couple of players and yeah. it worked out all right. Yeah, what about you? Because well, you won, so there's yeah. a highlight there. I this is going to sound so freaking arrogant. I feel like I had a horrible season, like <laughs> compared to other seasons in the past. Yeah, I like, mean, you beat like seven of us, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a whole other league and yeah, it especially like last season, I, I killed it in fantasy, and that that was traveling around Europe for six weeks where I sort of had my eye offered for a bit, but I still did really well. Yeah. I just feel this season I just made so many, many errors. I was almost handicapping myself for most of the season. Yeah. Uh, like, I I used my wild card quite early in the season. Uh, when my side wasn't working, I think at round two, round three, I used my <laughs> wild card, changed yeah. it up. Um, and I just, I don't know, I seemed to, like, go on this steep decline yeah. up until about Christmas time. So, yeah, um, one of my lowlights was trading out Aguero the week that he ended up scoring the five goals against <laughs> Newcastle. Uh, that was probably one of the worst decisions yeah. I've ever made. Because you can't predict that. No. Um, I got my triple captain absolutely wrong. I made Harry Kane my triple captain in that game against West Brom when they had to win yep. to win the league, and he got, like, one point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, using my wild card at the end of the season when we had that double game week, and yeah. I just completely stuffed up my side. You did the right thing, though. I did the right thing, but I just my side was going so well. The players I took out like really didn't do do that well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I really suffered big time for that, and then sort of just limped over the line in the last. I mean, I I still won by nearly hundred points, but yeah, just those last these last four rounds of just yeah. Just being limping towards the finish line. And I don't, I don't know how many times I reckon both of us have put someone in because they're playing well. Yeah. And, and then, then they play crap. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then you take them out of your team and then they do well. And yeah. You're like, oh, you can't win. I had a horrible run with, with Vardy. Like, I sort of kept Vardy in for quite a while where he wasn't scoring. Yeah. So then I took him out and then he started scoring again. <laughs> he went on like a four or five game scoring run yeah. again. And so then I put him in and he stopped scoring <laughs> And Lukaku. Lukaku was... He finished almost top scorer. But for me this season, I I think I had him in my side in or out like three different times. Yeah. 
He did not score a single goal <laughs> the entire time I had him in my just in my sides. Timing, just timing, and a lot of the time it was double game weeks as well. Yeah, and he just did not do it for me. <laughs> Uh, just a sticky run. Uh, yeah. yeah, Chelsea. Obviously, usually I start with three Chelsea players. Chelsea's bad form at the start of the season. Yeah, just that just cost me big time at the start. But th- that are, you could put that down to anyone doing the same thing with that though, because they're champions. Yeah, you did not expect them to come out. No, I think yeah, a lot of people did. do that. But I probably like kept true with their like sort of you know just thinking that oh they'll get good they'll get good and. Yeah. Sort of thinking with my, my heart rather than my fantasy head. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, overall, finished top of the league. I also had a lot of really good moments, a lot of good trades that, that worked out for me and, and captain choices. Yep. But yeah, I think I, I, I didn't end up using one of my special buttons, my all-out attack. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I, I sort of felt like it was a, a dumb thing to use. Like Yeah, because they take away players yeah. to put players in. Yeah, and you know, a lot of the time you probably get more points from defenders anyway than, than yeah. strikers. So all that attack maybe is better to use first. Yeah, maybe just get on. out of the way early. Yeah. But um Yeah. Anyway, onwards to to next season. But <laughs> um we can't fully say goodbye to this season without doing some awards. Um you know, every podcast, every newspaper does it. So, oh, hey, why not us? <laughs> and we didn't get to do this last season because we didn't, we sort of stopped recording. Yeah. Um, you know, after about the Christmas time or something. Um, so let, let's go through a few awards um, as we sign off on our final podcast. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> um, player of the year. A no-brainer, really? I'm going to go with Rihad Mares. I can see why. Yes. Winning player of the year, PFA player of the year, but... You could almost throw but up... But it's still personal preference. Yeah, personal really. preference. Whoever you want. I can't argue with you, <laughs> with Mares, because he's done so well and he's not a striker. Yeah. Because it's easy to say Jamie Vardy, because he scores goals. Yeah. But so did Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, Mares had a ton of assists as well. Yeah. Not just scoring goals. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, M- Manager of the year. Clearly Ranieri. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah. um, now, most bizarre moment of the season. Do you want me to go first with this one? Yes. All right, my most bizarre moment of the season goes right back to the very first game of the season with Chelsea and Swansea and Jose having his bust-up with Eva Canero on the sidelines, who was the Chelsea physio at the time, after she came on the field because the ref told her to come on the field to yep. help Hazard with his injury and Chelsea... and. You know, Jose just going berserk. And it just, that just seemed to be the... It was really weird yeah. for a start. But that just seemed to be the catalyst of everything that just went wrong this season. Yeah. Just almost goes right back to that first game. Maybe she's the problem. Ooh, maybe she put a curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I curse you, Jose Mourinho. What about you? What was bizarre or funny that you... I'm going similar, actually. Yeah. Sidelines. Yeah. The only time... LVG comes out of his seat. I was so hoping you were going to say this. <laughs> <laughs> and goes up to the ref and he dives. <laughs> yeah. uh, was it the game against Arsenal? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. He's trying to he just... illustrate that they're going down so easily. Yeah, that that was fantastic. That was, yeah, one of the... It, LVG might go out of failure, but yeah. that they should build a trophy. You know, uh, not a trophy. They should have a statue at the front of a Old Trafford yeah. of Van Hal on the ground with the clipboard, <laughs> like looking up at the referee. <laughs> um, next award is um, best club man for services to their football club this season. Now I've gone Gabby Agbonlahor, the well, he the former Aston Villa captain, um, who finished the season with. More suspend, club suspensions than he did goals for a striker. He had one goal, but he had two club suspensions. <laughs> so, so this is an ironic yeah. best club person. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you could probably give it to anyone at Aston Villa, really. Probably, <laughs> could you? Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What, who do you think deserves best club? In? I don't think I can think of one. Do you have another one? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, sticking with Aston Villa, Jolyon Lesko. Ah, uh, yes. For <laughs> tweeting out his car that, that weekend they got smashed 6-0 and yeah. coming out and saying that they've got to give the fans what they deserve after getting relegated. <laughs> That's stupid. That just caps it off for me. Now, worst haircut of the season, Dave. This is your biggest 
bugbear on the side. You basically use the Side Nerdy Podcast as an outlet, as your soapbox to talk about how bad plays haircuts are over and over again. <laughs> the easy answer is Andy Carroll with his braid thing. Yeah, that, like he looks like a fourteen-year-old girl from Bali. He's <laughs> he's cornrows. <laughs> he's white. You don't need cornrows. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Raheem Sterling's like. He, I, don't know, I call it a Whoopi Goldberg where he just sort of had like these crappy dreads but it was almost like in a bob cut <laughs> around his head um, that was that was a weird one that it could be uh, now back <coughs> on a serious note your your favourite match of the season favourite yes mm. so many to choose from there is and the present moment, what I'm thinking of, is the 1-0 win against Man City, where Rashford scored the winning goal. Ah, and um, in the same time ended Dean Kelly's career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's probably the one I can think of at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm sure there's a better one that I can think of, but yep. why not go with my home team? Why not? Um, I will go with um, the Manchester City game against Leicester. It was early this calendar year uh, it was at Manchester City and Leicester went there and won 3-1 yeah. <laughs> and that was that was like the moment that I think a lot of people went oh crap they're going to actually win the league this season Yeah, like it was almost that, that last test for Leicester that oh well if they can go beat their title rival yeah. on their own patch and Robert Huth had two goals <laughs> yeah. in, in that game. I remember that episode we did. The Hooth is on fire. Yeah, the Hooth is on fire. Uh, yeah, just that sort of highlights how bizarre this, this season was. Um, and yeah, on a personal note, as far as Chelsea went, horrible season. But <laughs> uh, stopping Spurs winning the league in that 2 all draw, Eden Hazard's goal of the season at, at the oh, end of yeah. that game. And, you know, it had everything. It had fights, had goals, had drama, comebacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, was, it felt good to actually cheer Chelsea goals yeah. in a game because the whole season had just been so bad. <laughs> um, so that, for me, was um, probably my favourite matches of the season. But next award, best signing of the season. Hmm. You may have to go first. Okay. Well, I think for me the obvious one is Dimitri Payet for West Ham. Um, you, I was almost um, leaning towards N'Golo Kante at Leicester because... He was absolutely pivotal. Why Mares and Vardy got all the, the headlines and yeah. the limelight, Kante did so much of that work in, in the midfield for, for Leicester. But for me, Dimitri Payet, um, just his free kicks, his goals, his assists, he just seems to make stuff happen in yeah. every game. And really looking forward to seeing him again next season in the Premier League, you know, almost take that next step. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to cop out and agree. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Dimitri Payet? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the statistics all back it up too, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really good one. Um, now, worst signing of the season. Worst. Yeah. I'm going to go with a person that wasn't a bad player. Yep. But was... It just didn't work out. To, yeah, to join the club was a waste of time and a waste of the club's time to sign him. Yep. So I'm going to go with John J. Shelby. John J. Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> with with, with, who? with Newcastle. Newcastle. Well, he had a couple of good games for Newcastle. But not enough. Like, they were almost getting relegated when he signed. Yeah. So I don't know why he did that. Money? Pay rise? Maybe, maybe he can do a Charlie Austin and someone will sign him back into the Premier League. Maybe. Never know. What about you? Um, I'm going to go with two here. Both Chelsea strikers. Um, Falcao. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Falcao. Remember um, in pre-season when uh, the <laughs> rumours were around that Falcao was going to go to Chelsea and you're th- sort of thinking, he had such a bad season at Man United. Yeah. Like, Chelsea just won the league really comfortably. You need to strengthen your team and read a guy whose morale is at an all-time low, yeah. injury-prone, he scored one goal all season, Falcao, yeah. against Crystal Palace in a game where we ended up losing. <laughs> Chelsea signed Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> and probably the other one for me is that um, January signing, when Chelsea were still sort of hoping to make top four, they signed Alexander Pato, who had been playing in Brazil. He came to the club overweight, was not fit, 
Um, <laughs> he played one game all season, which was against Aston Villa, and he scored, yeah. which is great for him. But yeah, clearly he just doesn't have the ability anymore to play in the top top league. So yeah. that just sort of sums up Chelsea's season. <laughs> two um, two overrated strikers coming to the club that between them got two goals. Yeah, I think I don't know if he was this season or not. Um, I I don't see what the rest of the crowd see. Um, or the rest of the fans, but um, Memphis Depay. Yeah, he's been... I've seen this award sort of handed out on a lot of newspapers. Yeah. And Depay's name has come up quite regularly. Yeah, I I just... I don't think he's a bad player. I just think that he's the only one for United that wasn't playing LVG's philosophy. Defensive, lateral passing type of game. He's the only one that pushed forward that tried to go into that 18-yard box... Uh, and then he got ridiculed for it. Yeah. So he, he, I can see why he stood out um, to other people, but I don't think he was that bad. Yeah. So. But as far as signings go, I mean, he, he demanded the number seven shirt as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, with, with that becomes, you know, a lot of extra pressure on your, <laughs> on your back, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, now, best goal celebration of the season. I've gone with Ant- um, Mikhail Antonio's Homer Simpson goal celebration. Yeah, um, that we saw for West Ham. We did like the running man on the yeah on the ground. I just thought that was absolutely awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm just gonna differ here, Ooh. and I'm gonna go Wilfred Bonnie's. Oh, the I think they call it. He calls it a panther or something. Okay, we well, I think we called it like a zombie lion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a. Uh, we loved that at the start of the season when yeah. he was scoring, did he? Oh, it wasn't Wilfred Boney. It was... Um, oh, Gomez? Gomez. Yeah, yeah, Gomez is who I'm thinking yeah. of. Yes. What did Bunny do? Not much this season. This isn't an award. Yes. But the worst celebration that pisses me off every time I see it, and it happens more and more, is Daniel Sturridge's little worm thing. Oh, he's dancing, he does. <sighs> I want to slap him every time he does that. He never used to do that at Chelsea. Really? Yeah, I don't remember him doing that at Chelsea. Just something he started a little bit. And I noticed um, you tweeted on the side net Ooh. pod. I think it was the Newcastle players that were doing that. Oh, the... <laughs> I just did the Hitler sign then. I did not mean to do oh, that. Oh, the dab. The dab, yeah. Oh, no, that was just a random photo I oh, found. Was it? Ah. Like, they were obviously like wiping their brows. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looked like a dab. <laughs> I believed you. <laughs> I just, for those listening that I haven't seen, I, I tweeted as Newcastle were relegated, and there was a photo of yeah John Joe Shelby, I think, and the goalkeeper yeah. both wiping their their um their brows, and I just wrote <laughs> oh, the most inappropriate time for a dub celebration. Yeah. It looked legit. Uh, now the final award I have is goal of the season. What stands out for you as goal of the season? I can't think of anyone in particular. Um, but recently, Danny Drinkwater's long-range goal. Um, yeah, the Benteke scissor kick. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Deli Alley's chest slash... Flick slash turn <laughs> slash goal volley. Uh, what about you? Um, I'll, I'm going to go with Jamie Vardy's long-range effort against Liverpool. Oh, uh, that where belter. He scored it from, like, what was it, 35 yards or something, where he just chipped it over That was Mignolet's head. That was almost a mirror image of Van Persie's goal, except Van Persie was more... I think he was in the 18-yard box at the time oh, yeah. from Wayne Rooney's cross. Yeah. But, man, that was a good goal. It was a great goal. And uh, Vardy spoke about during that game how he kept noticing Mignolet was always way off his line. And he just he was thinking as soon as the ball gets to him, he's got he's to like kick it over his head. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he did. Yeah, and, and he volleyed it over his head. And I think... I think that goal was part of Vardy's um, goal-scoring run that he had where yeah. he broke the record. So, yeah. you know, Vardy and Leicester were both flying at the time. So Yeah, um, that takes so much balls amazing to effort. try and even oh, yeah. go, I might volley this. Yeah, <laughs> just crazy. I also, you know, also like the goal that he scored to beat the record, beat Van Nistelrooy's record, more for the celebration where he was just sort of running and pointing at himself. <laughs> With the Leicester crowd. At least he wasn't an idiot and have writing underneath his oh. shirt. Oh, that's so annoying when players do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all, you know, looking back on the season, that's 
that's all we've got for for the show been quick it has been it it feels like the last 10 months has gone by in an absolute flash yeah yeah it's been a pleasure though oh it's, it's been an absolute pleasure now i mean we usually do pre- predictions and we look ahead really the only thing left to look ahead at is the fa cup yes now, you obviously think yes united will win a 2-1 win a 2-1 win yes okay i'll go I'm going to go with a Crystal Palace win in a penalty shootout. Okay. Yeah. All right. You look like you're about to slap me. I was about to say, <laughs> well, we're not doing this podcast anymore. <laughs> and that's the end of our friendship. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, Martial will score. Rashford will score. Ooh. Um, and maybe Balassi will score. Oh, okay. So I like it. That's my predictions. For mm. I like cup. I think... Jedinak takes the fifth penalty, yeah. scores the winning penalty in the shootout. Yeah. The people's beard. <laughs> the people's beard. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that brings us to the end of our show and the season. A few thank yous, I think. Yes. For the final show. You're thank welcome. you, Dave. You're, I was about to say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to say thanks to yourself. <laughs> uh, in fact, I've got something written under my shirt. <laughs> I belong to Peter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. We don't know who you are, but you're out there. Yes. Thank you very much for tuning in every episode and um, all the people that write to us and feedback and not many of you, but hey, <laughs> hey, thanks for that. Uh, every one of them is appreciated. Yes. Thank you, Dave, for um, doing the bang up work you do with the editing and uploading of the shows and hosting us in your theatre room slash podcast <laughs> studio. I will call it a valiant effort. A valiant effort. <laughs> slash theatre of dreams. But next season, we're going to have some little intros. I'll we'll try. We're going to have hopefully better quality sound. Uh, I'm, I'm sure your listeners at the moment notice that it sounds a bit different than it did before. That's because... The battery ran out of my <laughs> little tablet that we record on. We're, re- we're currently recording on our second device of the episode. <laughs> and this is about to run out of battery as well. It is. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. It's been a pleasure. It's We love talking football. We do. Cannot wait till the next season. We do. Um, enjoy the off-season. Enjoy the Euros. Enjoy pre-season friendlies. Um, and yeah, we look forward to chatting shit about it all next season again. <laughs> and more fantasy football too. Can't wait. All right. Remember, you can always get in touch with us at the following places. At SideNet underscore pod on Twitter, or you can go to Facebook, just search SideNetting Podcast. Yes. Even though it's the off-season, still so much happening. Transfers and management sackings and hirings and firings. So there'll always be stuff going up. So check it out. And there's always stuff on our website, which is uh, SideNettingPod.com. You can get the latest news. Do it. The fixtures that I'm sure yep. will get updated as soon as they're released. Yes. Uh, you can buy dishwashers, TVs. Whoa, look out. Persian rugs, whatever you want. Hey. <laughs> we have it all. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks again, and we will catch you next season. See yous.